Fountain begins with the voice of a mysterious older woman. Our two main characters then take off on their bikes to explore a weird building in rural Nebraska. When they get there, they discover an object that will take them to a dark place and possibly change them forever. Fountain is beautifully shot, it features an incredible score, and it tells a strange story in a sci-fi world that doesn't seem that far away from the one we're already living in. So it started as a feature-length script that we have written for 20th century digital that we were hired to write. This is Nick Fackler, the director and local filmmaker, talking about how the film came about. They also do these short film series called Bite Size Halloween. So they're like, well, how about you make a short film to sort of use as a proof of concept for the feature and use this as like a platform to explore that and, and make it. Nick and his collaborators were interested in creating a sci-fi world, and this short film is just the entry point. You know, in our future, there's these things called inner systems, which are like computers that are built into your brain when you're born. Like when you're born, you're no different than in our culture of like getting circumcised. You know, it's like you have a choice to do this thing to your baby. And in our world that we're creating, it's like getting an inner system. And so we wanted to explore that. And that's like a little port underneath and there's these little pills called moods which are like futuristic drugs where if you install them in your inner system you can feel whatever you want you can feel like a god you know and so those are some of the ideas that are in the short film that sort of cross over the feature as well nick is a musician and he's made multiple modern dance shorts with his partner cat some of that influence seems to have snuck into one of the more beautiful scenes in the film at the climax so i asked nick about that hard to get that out of my system now just because it's a around me so much and and cat when we were going through that scene that you're talking about you know i definitely like tried my best to sort of show cat what we were doing my wife and be like what do you think of this you know like here's i'm kind of choreographing this thing i'm not a dancer but i'm going to choreograph it and then but then of course there's like the style of editing in that scene is very similar to the editing in my short modern dance films as well. Now, since this is a Nebraska-made film, I was curious about the locations used in the movie, specifically this building that looks like a giant covered wagon. Just west of Lincoln, there's this little town called Milford, and there's like a roadside attraction off of I-80. And it's like the world's largest covered wagon. And and Derek uh, Presnell, who kind of came up with the concept for this short film, and he was like, we gotta shoot at this place. It's got such a unique, it feels so Midwestern. And it's so weird and we've never seen it used before in anything. You know, a big part of like low budget filmmaking is finding good locations that do the work for you. You know, like I think that's a really important element of any sort of low budget filmmaking is like finding locations that already have production design done for you that you don't have to spend the money there. And this definitely fit the bill. It's like this giant, large building that looks like a giant covered wagon. And then we shot in Omaha for all the interior stuff, which is like that was all set built and set designed by Derek Presnell. He was the production designer on it. Nick talks about some of the films that inspired this work. The two films that we referenced often were Gummo, Harmony Corinne's Gummo, and Blade Runner. So we're like, how do we put Blade Runner and Harmony Corinne's Gummo together? For this project like that so that's those are kind of the references and then as like things progress the score kind of gives it a spielberg feel more like if, if it was a different kind of score i think it would feel less like that we wanted it to feel cinematic and we wanted it to feel you know strong in its sort of use of camera movement and very specific especially because we only had two days to shoot so there wasn't any time to get coverage on anything so a lot of things turned you shot this whole film in two days yeah <laughs> wow and so there wasn't a lot of time to get coverage and so everything turned into a lot of wonders which then we just sort of like 
let's keep going with that. Let's just keep going with like the Warners. And that is a very Spielberg thing. Spielberg shoots a lot of Warner. Now that it's October, I had to ask Nick about his favorite horror or Halloween films. I'm not a huge horror fan. Like my favorite horror films are like Silence of the Lambs and Seven. And then my favorite sort of fall films are, you know, kind of all the little sort of classics. Hocus Pocus and all the Coraline and Interview with a Vampire, Legend of the Fall, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Practical Magic. Oh, man. I love Practical Magic. That's a great film. It's got a lot of cool, that part where the two little girls are like building the spell. I love that scene. It feels like a Miyazaki cartoon nick thank you so much for coming on and talk about your film fountain thank you so much i hope people go check it out spread the word about it the more people we can get talking about this film uh the more likely it is that we can get the feature film made which is our ultimate goal fountain is now streaming on hulu on bite-sized halloween season 2 episode 12 for kios i'm joshua labure